Hey guys, welcome back to the See What I Mean podcast. I'm Baza. And I'm Beady. And, and it's, uh, it's National Eye Health Week, guys. So, so National Eye Health Week um, happens every year in towards the end of September. Yeah, this towards year, September. It's from the 24th to the 30th of September. It is indeed. And it's all about promoting the importance of eye health and the need for a regular sight test for all. Yep, so we are going to give you two uh, episodes regarding National Eye Health Week. We're spoiling you this we week. We really are. Like, don't say <laughs> we don't treat you nice. Do not ever say that. So this um, is part one. This is going to be part one where we kind of just speak about the importance of sight tests and like tips and stuff like that. Yeah. Tips so, and tricks. Tips and tricks to make your eyes fit. And then part two, we will go on to talk about common eye conditions, yeah. what they are. Stuff um, that you might have probably heard about, but not really know what they are and, you know, that kind of thing. Exactly. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So why do you think it's important to have an eye test? I think it's, it's listen, it's just very important to have an eye test. Like, I literally <laughs> speak about this on my channel all the time. Just like telling you guys, just have one. One, that can be quite fun. Uh, and two, it's important to make sure your eyes are healthy. A lot of people come in, a lot of patients come in, um, having not had an eye test for a while because their vision is okay and as happy as I am for you like I'm great I'm happy that your vision's great but your eyes need to be healthy like they are an organ they are part of your body exactly. they need to be checked to make sure everything is okay um, I think it's hard to think that so many things can go wrong with yeah. your eyes and so many things can go wrong with and your eyes sometimes people leave it until the last minute until something is wrong and they come yeah, to the opticians like because something's wrong. gone yeah yeah um, Number three, you get to meet people like me and oh, Beanie. counting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You do. Um, you do. Yeah. And um, so yeah, it is important to get your eye test, even if there's nothing wrong, even if you don't wear glasses. It's yeah. more so for the health check because there's so many conditions that do affect the eyes, health conditions that can only be picked up through mm -hmm. regular eye test. Exactly. Diabetes, high yeah. blood pressure, mm -hmm. things um, that you wouldn't, tumors, even, you wouldn't even consider, like brain issues. There are lots of things that can be checked. Um, also, like measuring the pressure of the eye. So it's asymptomatic. Yeah. People aren't so that's, that's, like, that's nothing. There's loads of things where you may not notice a problem. Um, we would probably see a sign um, and then think, okay, do you know what? This could lead to something and therefore send you to get some, some help. As in, it's not always a case of, oh, if there was something wrong, I would know. That's not always the case. And that's dangerous because if no one's checking to make sure some, everything's okay, then how are you going to know yeah, until it's exactly, too late? Exactly. So yeah, um, also it's important to have eye tests as an adult to set example for children around you or your children. So children should be having eye tests too. Definitely, definitely. Um, especially the, the, the thing with children and when they can go and get their eyes tested. It's, it's a bit tricky, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a tricky one because Parents assume that they get their eyes tested at school. They don't. They don't, There's a man. nurse that screens them. So screening is different to testing. Screening mm. is... It's like quick things. Let's yeah. just make sure that nothing, there's nothing obviously wrong. And then if if they see that they can see the letter chart, fine. They, they won't refer them on. If they do, then they'll just say, go and get your eyes checked. And to be honest, that is good. That is better than nothing. It's better than nothing, but, it's but it can that be improved. you understand that it can be improved. Definitely. Exactly, exactly so that. if you... Um, the only thing is with getting tested in the high street opticians is that... There's not always adequate equipment to test very young children, so one-year-olds, two-year-olds, babies, and not everyone feels com confident testing a child. You'd be surprised, though, like how, how well kids can do. I think yeah. some parents, and I, I hear this a lot, they think, oh, I thought he was too young for an eye test. He doesn't know yeah, his exactly. yet, and stuff like that. But there, there, are, but there other are ways. Tools. There we are, are yeah. trained there are to other use ways. different pictures yeah, so they might use different pictures, techniques. Even numbers, some kids like. like like that kind of thing so, so some opticians will test young children but if you're in an area where you can't really find anywhere that will test if some, you're concerned somewhere will 
yeah. somewhere will. Somewhere will. You can always go to your GP for referrals to your local And also, hospital. as um, a, a parent, as a sibling or whoever is around kids, um, you noticing their behaviours is also very important. There's like little things that you can notice. If a kid's always covering one eye to make things clearer, if they're squinting, if they're rubbing their eyes, if they're, they're doing anything that you think is strange. If they're sitting closer to the TV is a big one and it's not because the noise is low it's because they might be it may be it depends yeah, yeah. it but might the, be but it's an indication that something might be off yeah. and i think if you're attentive and you kind of like spot these things then like bring them in to get checked because even if like as i said even if whoever you go to see doesn't have the appropriate equipment or isn't confident enough to do it at least they can probably redirect you to exactly, someone that, that can and that's important there was um uh, uh, an optometrist on the bbc the other day from the college of optometrists talking about how important it is for children to have eye absolutely and we can't reiterate it more especially more so after working with children in like a in the hospital because i test children's eyes in the hospital alongside the orthoptist and the ophthalmologist and we see obviously the pathology or children who've got an issue or something wrong the crucial thing is with children if it's picked up early enough what's the age is it seven or is it nine because i've seen studies where it's both it varies varies. between seven to nine so if a children a child for example if one eye is um if they've got like a lazy eye. A lazy eye. And can we just clarify this? Because so, I get people coming all the time saying they've got a lazy eye, they actually don't. A lazy eye is an eye where it's not seeing as well as the other eye, even when you've got glasses so on. So their vision, yeah, vision is not as great as the other eye, okay. Even when they've got glasses on. Because yeah. some people might have one eye that's worse than the other eye, but you put glasses on, both of them see perfectly fine and it's great. But even with glasses on, it's, this eye isn't yeah. quite as good as the other one. That's that's a lazy eye. So when eye. it comes to children, we've got up to the ages of about seven to nine to kind of treat the lazy eye. So how it Because it can be treated, right? It can be treated, yeah. So how it works is we will um usually something called uh, if they have if they have a need for glasses, we will give them glasses. Um and then we will also use an a treatment called patching. Now what patching is is an eye patch over the good eye to train the weaker eye to kind of see better and do tasks. It does work, but it all depends on the parents and how engaging they are. And also if, how, how soon that child comes in to, exactly, to get that it's done. Very Which is crucial. why we stress that, like, because if you see something wrong, I remember we spoke about this in the other podcast, seeing a kid and being, like, referring the child and then their vision improving and stuff like that. Yeah. If you are seen quickly, then it's like you don't have to... You, it's just a needless issue to have. Like, yeah. had you been seen earlier, you wouldn't even have this issue. Exactly. Like, you'd have patching done so and everything would be fine. it's all good and well going to the opticians and, you know, they might have a problem and, and like, they're treating it or the patching, etc. But it also depends on the parents and how they compliant they are. Because children, they're children at the end of the day. You as a parent, you are responsible for that child. But then, yeah, this is what I say to them. If they have a refractive error, if they need glasses... Children do not have a choice when it comes to glasses and them wearing glasses. It's not, oh, you want to wear them, you can wear them today for like, what, one hour and then not wear them for the rest of the day. Do not give a child a kind of a choice to wear glasses. They have to wear them. If we tell them they have to wear them full time, they have to. If yeah. we're telling you to patch the eye for two hours a day, you patch the eye for but two hours a day. But then I feel like this goes back to the whole why it's important to have eye tests for adults exactly. and children. Because I feel like parents who have eye tests um, kind of understand the process a little bit more. Yeah. When I see um, a parent who like wears glasses or wears contact lenses, they're always quicker to bring their kids in. That's so true. Because they understand. You know what I mean? They've been through it. They know what happens in an eye test. If I never never needed glasses, I haven't really had an and eye test, the last thing I'm thinking is, oh, my kid needs an But there is a genetic test. link, believe it or not, um, with you needing glasses 
classes with especially being short yeah, which, yeah which is, exactly yeah. which is why which is why i believe that parents who don't wear glasses can't really understand why their kids would need glasses do you see yeah. what i mean because you, 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 are... you experience the world you see what you see right exactly. and like you don't know what your how your kid sees yeah so i feel like when parents have sight tests and that's a regular thing they do they are more likely to bring do their you know kids what i do in. sometimes is if they don't wear glasses and their child needs glasses but they're a bit in denial they're like oh no my child exactly so i show them what their child with the lenses i show them what their child sees and then 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 it's a reality check like oh my child's vision is impaired so you will get those parents that you know they're the in denial etc you've just got to manage them and and just break things down because don't forget it is like new things to them as well it's like a new concept especially if they no one wears glasses in the family but yeah but the important the important thing is is just making sure that you do come in and have and have an eye test if you're listening to this and you've not had an eye test never had an eye test or you do an eye test go get it booked if it's been over two years so that's another thing um you you should be having eye tests every couple of years now some is one so it depends i mean when you go in and have an eye test your optometrist having checked your eyes will tell you oh look i prefer if you come in in a year i'd prefer if you come in in two years or whatever six it is. months etc yeah or whenever so they they will let you know but i but ideally if it's been more than two years you're probably due an eye test no one's recall is three years do you know yeah. what i mean so um so two years is the maximum amount of time you really yeah that you um, and then just just understand that an eye test is i know it it seems as though it's a lot about glasses because that's what's you know you walk in the first thing you see are frames and stuff but an eye test is to check your vision and also to check the health of your eyes and you need to understand that that's that's an important check that needs to be done regardless of whether you need glasses or yeah not. also those of you getting over the ages of 40 you're pushing things out to read and your arms aren't long enough and you're like, oh, finding the good lighting. But then, you know, I find that possibilities this is when people, you, you need glasses. This is the thing. This is when people start to come in. So people will either come in, like, when they are starting to get a little bit short-sighted, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I've got a driving test and I couldn't see the number plate. That's one. Or they'll come in when, like, they get to about, four, normally 45, because they're in denial for yeah. a few years. About 45, 46. True. And then they're like, oh, I'm starting to struggle when I'm reading. And, it's and that's their first are, eye test. Yeah, and that, especially with men. It's usually men. It's the first <laughs> time they've ever had an eye test. And it's because all of a sudden they can't read. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wow, mad. Okay, cool. But, um, yeah, th- this should be, I always try to stress to them, look, look, I understand that, you know, this is not really what you're on in terms of eye tests. But so, yeah, now, that you've, had, about now that. that you've had yep. this one, like, I want to see you again in two years. I would say to people, look, I'm not trying to see you again in 20 years, which is, yeah, exactly. that's when his last eye test was, um, 20 years ago and I was like I was four years old the last time we had an eye test how crazy that is like, can I even say it oh my god we're going to talk about um, just like some tips and tricks and just important maybe important things to remember when it comes yeah. to your eyes and stuff like that okay so the first one is diet and I think it goes for pretty much just your general well-being yeah, I'm literally speaking to myself right now yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> um, your diet is so important in terms of your eye health so certain um, certain conditions can have certain a higher foods risk. are better for yeah yeah for yeah, the health exactly. of the eyes yeah. exactly so for example leafy green vegetables so they have a vitamin or um it's called they have what's it lutein and zeaxanthin. Well, they basically got these things in them yeah which is good <laughs> for a certain part of your eye so the central the central, central part the of part of your eye responsible for your central vision which is called the macula vision, yeah which is called the macula so eating spinach and i mean of course it's good for the rest of your body but then there is the benefit of how it how yeah. it's good for your eyes exactly. and everything um also Eggs for omega-3 and oily fish yeah i was just gonna say that yeah oily yeah. fish is supposed to be really really good which as is well. good for your tears and the dry eyes yeah yeah people yeah. always <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm I'm about this why does this guy just say like 
in uni, like, we've been taught about the tear film, which is, like, a layer of tears, like, at the front of the eye, right? And I was just saying, like, tear film is a very weird phrase. Like, do, have you not heard... Obviously, the ones who aren't that's optometrists... Clinically, that's what it is. This is what I, it I is thought it wasn't a weird word, because... Do you obviously, not think cling film, though? <laughs> now you've said it. Like, it's a tear film. Like, tear we should just say tear layer. Tear layer. Like, I mean, film. Yeah. I mean, it makes it's sense, like because it, it is a film. It is yeah. a film. Yeah. But it just... Oh, like film, like movies. I don't know, like yeah. But anyway, yeah. So you're, yeah. No, I've got an external hard drive. Absolutely fine. Um, <laughs> sorry, same. My story is full. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So um, yeah, no. That, um, the oily fish and stuff are really, really good. So as well. yeah, diet is really good. Make sure you eat and a carrots. Wide range of- so the whole carrot thing, right? Oh yeah, I was going to mention this because vitamin A. The whole thing about carrots is the vitamin A in the yeah. carrot. No? So people say, oh, um, carrot. <laughs> what's your favorite vegetable? Carrots. They help me see in the dark. So there's a myth to that. Um, the reason we be in is because basically carrots have got vitamin A, and the part of your eye called the rod cells, the rod, which they're like yeah, see in, in dim light, in dark light, need the vitamin A. So there is a link somewhere, but it doesn't mean it's to just say if you eat a bag of carrots, it. you're gonna have You've some super yeah, vision night vision, vision at night. That That's vision. not gonna happen. I can tell you that for it's sure. It's a shame now. though, because that would be really cool if yeah. that was the case. But yeah, so so but some people can see in the dark in terms of they can see shapes because that's what rod cells also helps to see. You can see shapes. Yeah, where before so when you, you mentioned the, exactly. the detail, the central vision, and that's, yeah. that's different to what we're talking about now. Yeah, so cone cells are responsible for colour, etc., and, and detail. fine detail. Mm-hmm. Rod cells are responsible for shapes and Emotion, dim lighting. That kind of thing. Test it yourself. Oh, you need to be so proud of us now. <laughs> Test it so yourself. Turn the lights off. You won't be able to see anything in the dark for the first kind of few minutes. After a few minutes, you will be able to kind of make out shapes and objects. That's matter. because your eye has adapted to the dark. Yeah, that's called dark adaptation. Dark adaptation, exactly. And it's it that's because of your rod cells. It's not because you've ate that bag of carrots and now you've got a sore stomach. <laughs> that's not the issue. As so, great as they are, <laughs> I love they the do carrots. help. So I like um, the bags of the eyes. I like you know the ones that come in the little bags, the little like oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can like nibble on them. Carrots and hummus. I'm not really a hummus person, you know. Oh, I like hummus. Yeah, everyone I know loves hummus. I, I like hummus. what is hummus like chickpeas? Chickpeas, yeah. Allow it. So as long as you're eating a wide range of the good stuff, so green vegetables, yeah, um, it should be good. Green, I think everything in proportion is good. Every, everything in moderation. Um, I was gonna say, what was I gonna say? Okay, so another thing that I think is um, important when it comes to eye health is the whole technology thing, right? So we are on screens a lot more nowadays than we were like ages yeah. ago, right? Like even five years ago. Yeah, even yeah, to be honest, <laughs> yeah, even five years Everything's ago. Everything's advancing now in technology, and people have got also this myth. One of the myths is, oh, my eyes have got worse because I use computers. So there's not, there's no research to suggest computers make your eyes worse. Do you know what I think about computers? It's called screen fatigue. So when you sit on the computer for a long period of time without taking regular breaks, mm-hmm. your eyes will feel tired. It's like that for kind of pretty much a lot of kind of tasks that you do. So if you're going to sit and read a book for like half an hour, your eyes will feel tired a bit. If you're going to sit on the computer and not take a break, then... Which is why we always advise breaks. But just on the, just on the point of... The, so it's a, 20, it's a 20 20 20 rule yep. right which kind of reminds me of the 80 20 rule from when <laughs> i get married you should watch that movie if you haven't already but anyway the 20 20 20 rule is every 20 minutes you should take a 20 second break and look at something 20 feet away so is it 20 yeah. feet or 20 meters yeah 20 feet yeah 20 feet yeah. yeah 20 feet away so i mean i know it sounds kind of dumb but we tend to like take a break and i'm guilty of this so you'll be on your on your computer or your laptop or whatever oh i'm on a break and then you'll look at your phone which is just a smaller screen so you're exactly. not really taking a visual break you need to which look is to look at, at the distance yeah out yeah. of a window down a corridor that sort of thing that's what that's what is advised really that's what important. i suggest Especially what i was going to say job. before Sorry, though was um 
with technology, I feel like it is it is relatively new. I mean, it sounds it feels like it's been around for a while, but I don't feel like there's yet been a generation that have like grown up with screens. Because even us, like we're young, we're what twenty four. Yeah. We still had like book books. There was no Kindles and stuff around. Yeah, there. Exactly. phones weren't really the way that they are now. But there hasn't really been a generation yet to grow up with just technology, just like on the brain the whole time. So like, it's gonna be hard to know the real impact of. Like there is one thing as well though, that they did say some studies have recently said that using your screen like especially in children as well is really important this note if you use a screen like your phone or your laptop before bed um an hour before bed the blue light that is emitted it messes is, up your melatonin and yeah it, affects yeah, the your sleep hormone. yeah your sleep hormone so you don't have a well rest of sleep so it's really important that ch- so parents when parents ask me i do just advise them on that just turn it off an hour before bed because they but they're what not well do in the hour you're gonna go sleep <laughs> they're not well rested they can read a normal book <laughs> yeah pick a book um, they still exist so they're not well rested and they lose concentration the next day so it's kind of a knock-on effect it's yeah. not to say that and i feel like the impacts of that will become more um obvious as time goes by because yeah. it will be it'll be interesting it to see in like five ten years time yeah. when they've done like long long longer studies of, yeah, yeah yeah studies to see, when they've got like a wider see, yeah. Pool, yeah um so that's the technology one and um what else well, do you want to say okay, about this th- the next point i I'm a big fan of this. UV protection. I would love a UV protection. Full stop. Do you know some people don't like sunglasses? I get so many patients that are like, oh, I just don't like sunglasses. It's Houseway, so how could you not like sunglasses? They look amazing on everybody. I'm like, I've never seen anyone and sunglasses doesn't suit them. Yeah, If you get exactly. the right pair. I've just, I mean, I don't even get if I used to wear, you know, those daddy glasses. Those ones that all men wear. I mean... Oh, the aviator ones? No. Which one? Are cool. You know those like, rectangle ones with the nose pads? Oh, yeah, we don't know. I would never let you do that. <laughs> oh, God, no. What I'm saying is that there's something for everyone. Yeah, right? yeah, there yeah. is, there is, there is, definitely. Um, so UV protection. Very, so very basically, important. UV is very damaging to the eyes, okay? I mean, you also know that it damages your skin, right? That's why we wear sunscreen. So I just feel like, why would you Precisely. not apply the same logic to your eyes? Like, yeah. you see with these things. It is very <laughs> damaging. It can cause things, conditions um, such as macular degeneration. Or it can is, exacibate yeah. uh, cataracts in the eyes. Exactly. But we're going to actually go into, go like, into these conditions in part two. So UV protection is really important. I recommend it all year round because even the in winter... The sun is always out. Yeah, even in winter, especially when you're driving, the sun does tend to sit a bit lower. A bit lower, yeah, So you get a right. bit more glare. So it is fantastic especially when you're driving um they're really good and there's also that option of getting kind of adaptive lenses so that means you can keep one pair of glasses and the the color just changes when you step out into the sun also there are different options available there are lenses so you know with like high index lenses aka when you make your lenses thinner if your prescription is a bit stronger they come with uv protection so they don't have the tint i feel like some people's problem with sunglasses is the tint right and the tint is there to kind of alleviate how it feels because the, the sun is bright right but the tint you can have the tint doesn't mean UV protection. Do you get what I mean? You have UV protection and And you have a tint. So you can have normal glasses, like without the tint, that do have UV protection. So that still counts. There are some contact lenses. Contact lenses do. I remember I did a video about this. Contact lenses do, but then they don't They don't protect your whole eye. They only, yeah, they only sit over a certain part of your eye. Exactly. So, so they're, they're not protecting all of your eyes. Yeah. I mean, it's better than nothing. Yeah, because even you can even get some things like metaridium um, and pinguicula. That's sometimes caused from sunlight. Yeah, so you can get changes to the white parts of your eyes yeah. um, that are made worse by um, sunlight, the sunlight. UV. So basically UV and stuff like so that. So you've just got to... And even if you go skiing and stuff, you need UV protection for that. Yeah, that's... Because, only- yeah, because the, the snow is like mad white and it reflects the sun and it can go into your eyes and it can and that's cause... that's called snow blindness. Yeah, it can cause snow blindness. So, so it's the thing. So yeah, UV make sure you wear great. your... UV is your friend. Like, and if you, you don't... If you're not sure what... Um, 
sunglasses suit you just let me know send me a message send me some pictures and i'll let you know what yeah. i think because i really love sunglasses they're yeah great. i think they're really important they are so yeah um, yeah those are some tips and tricks um there's some more information for you and ultimately like i want you guys to leave listening to this podcast knowing that there's a part two coming and you should listen to that too but also knowing that it is very important to have an eye test it's not just about glasses and i feel like this is literally why i started my, my youtube channel it's yep. not just about glasses yep. it's about the health of your eyes Absolutely. like you want to be able to see for as long as possible as well as possible yeah. there's so many conditions so many reasons for there for there being avoidable blindness and that's just the most i think another thing. one is smoking so smoking does affect your eyes believe it or yeah. not so like i said it's touching before it can lead to kind of it can be a risk factor for certain eye conditions such mm-hmm. as um macular degeneration and um, if you're diabetic as well obviously it will affect your diabetes and diabetes can affect the eyes so it does have a knock-on effect um yeah to kind of your, your vision you, you, you want to just make sure you're healthy like sort yourself out love yeah. and the last one is contact lens wearers so you contact lens wearers oh you contact lens that have wearers, not had you. a contact lens checkup for a few years Go and get it done. It's an aftercare. Yeah, so like, this listen, I beg you, like, just do it. Like, yeah. just please just go. So, with contact lenses, it's a separate appointment to an eye test. So, you've mm-hmm. got your eye test checkup, you've got your contact lens assessment or an aftercare. So, go in. You should really get this done every year or two years. It's similar to an eye test. And what that entails is you go in wearing your contact lenses. Um, the optometrist will check the, um, make sure the contact lens, you can see through it. If there's a, vis- a prescription change, then they will see how they're sitting, they'll check the health of your eyes, see if there are any recommendations or manage any contact lens complications and what's best for you. It's also good because with contact lenses, they're always evolving, so they might recommend, they the, next, a yeah, might recommend the next product if you've been in the same contact lens for 20 odd years. And you know what, contact lenses are, um, are great in that like they are made from great materials and stuff like that, but there's always, I mean, fundamentally, you are reducing the amount of oxygen that's getting to your eye yep. because you've put a piece of plastic over it, which is great, right? That's fine, do you know what I mean? For a certain amount of time, or it depends on what lens you're wearing, but you just have to make sure that you are taking precautions to ensure that you, you are shouldn't. minimizing the risk of any yep. issues, any infection, any, any damage, anything like that. So things that you shouldn't do with your contact lenses is you shouldn't shower, sleep, or swim in so your avoid, contact lenses. So avoid contact with water. Absolutely. One guy was like to me, oh, what, so what if it rains? I was just like, can you get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah no, no tap water whatsoever. Yeah. Um, no showering in your lenses. People are like, oh, I shower in them all the time. Yeah, but it doesn't make it safe. It just it takes just that tastes, one, yeah, it just takes time one time for, for that bacteria. A chance for me with keratitis to come up in there and steal your vision. Is that what you want? No. <laughs> yeah, so basically, a canthamoeba is a bacteria found in swimming pools and in tap water. If it gets into your contact lens, it will eat your cornea. Alive. And you will... I'd be left with acanthamoeba keratitis, which is a sight-threatening condition. And it's painful as well. Yeah, and so weird make sure you don't do that. But not to scare you, like, this is not going to happen to you should you just heed. Yeah, if you <laughs> oh listen to all the recommendations, if you do what we tell you to do, the risks are fairly minimal. Minimal, they but are the minimal. But the risks are still there. That's the, that's the one. It's the, just like getting in your car, the risk of you getting in an accident are minimal, <laughs> but you're still going to put your seatbelt on, aren't you? So make sure you go for your regular checkup. Um, yeah, I think we've pretty much covered it for part one. Happy National Eye Health Week, guys! Yeah, it does happen every year. So I, I feel like some of you guys, this may be the first time you've even heard of this 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 week, but you know about it now. So next week, you'll be excited to see what what we've got coming for you then as well. So yeah, go get your eyes checked. Woo! Part two will be coming up in a couple of days later on so this stay week. Tuned. Stay tuned. Oh, also, so guys, you thought we were done. Um, swim podcast, swim.podcast on Instagram. We'll probably be posting some fun facts and everything during this week. So just look out for that. Get involved, guys. Get involved. <laughs>